Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. On this episode of the Mamas Con Ganas podcast, I'm here with a very special guest, my very own dad, Douglas Azara. Papi, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me, Val. So this is the second podcast with my father. We did the same episode in Spanish, and we're talking about today the gifts, the unexpected gifts that 2020 brought us all. And it's because it's New Year's. Happy New Year to everybody. Now we're in 2021 officially. And... Everybody has goals and dreams and things that they wish to aspire to accomplish in this new year. But I think before we step into that, and we will be stepping into that in the next episode for next week, before we do that, I think it's a good time, my dad and I discussed, it's a good time to reflect on everything that 2020 actually gave us. On the positive side. Yes, on the positive side, because we all know the negative side. Social media hasn't stopped reminding us about 2020 and the negativity of it all. But we think that in those moments of challenges and in those moments where we're trying to overcome difficult circumstances, we can always walk away with aprendizajes, learnings, yeah, and, yeah. and also blessings, unexpected blessings. We all learn from 2020. I mean... It's, it was a, an ugly year in many respects, but um, I think you're right. It's good to capture the good lessons that we all learn and, and grow from it and hopefully take them forward to 2021 and beyond. And I think perhaps in you guys reflecting with us in the blessings of 2020, you guys can feel fueled with more ganas to start the new year with even like a desire to make it even better and knowing, wow, I didn't realize that 2020 actually had some gifts for me and left some gifts for me. So we made a list of five specific things that we think that a lot of people experimented and were get, you know, we were given as gifts mm -hmm. for 2020. Right. And the first thing that we received as an unexpected gift in 2020 is patience. The gift of patience. Which is not the funnest of gifts. It's not like a gift where you're like, yes, I'm receiving patience. Patience, I think. It's not is, a Santa Claus gift. It's, 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 it's a not physical a thing. It's a, it's a learning, right? It's a spiritual gift, I think, too, as well. Yeah, yeah. We all learn from patience. What a year. What a year for all of us. I mean, we all experienced uh, 2020 in, 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 from many angles on the patience side. We learn how to be patient uh, with all the people with whatever circumstances were really hitting us from every side, uh, financial problems, uh, relationship problems, 
relatives, uh, you know, work uh, challenges. And even going out on a day-to-day basis, everything had changed so much from one moment to the next that I think it challenged our patients in the smallest ways to like big ways, but it really hit every aspect of our lives. Because even like with the mask wearing, we have to be patient that some people oh, wow, yeah. are not going to be reacting the same way. Uh, my dad has a story. You have a story when yeah. you traveled in, in, to Atlanta yeah. to visit my sister. Yeah. I mean, a few months ago, um, middle of a pandemic, I, you know, we wanted to visit our daughter. And, and on the airport, uh, when we thought everybody was very conscious about safety, you know, social distancing, wearing masks and everything right there, uh, even before getting into the inside the terminal uh, on the TSA uh, queue, uh, there was this person behind us that wasn't keeping either one of them, either the mask or, or social distancing from us. And and then I, I very politely said, you know, could you just, you know, follow the, the, the markings on the, uh, on, on the, on the floor. Uh, he, I mean, this person came unglued on me. I mean, he cursed and, and everything. It's like I, I, I said something that triggered a volcano. Uh, and I thought, wow. So that's what I learned. But it was a learning lesson for you in the sense yeah, that. Well, it was learning right? for me. I'm, 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 I, I learned, you know, <laughs> people is on edge. People are on edge. Yeah, I think the whole of 2020, people were on edge. And not just in like the wearing mask situation and the following the different guidelines that were imposed on us, whether we wanted to or not, but also politically, you know, we went through a year where we had to be very patient about um, other people's points of view. Uh, It was a year. That's a good point. The political part. I forgot about that. Not only the pandemic. Yes. But the election year. Right. Absolutely. I mean, we had to be patient and a lot of things were happening on the news that I think ignited a lot of strong emotions within people, fear, a lot of fear as well. And so that was an area where we also had to exercise patience. And I think with that tolerance, tolerance of others, of others' points of view and others, uh, people's experiences of the world. Even our, within our own families. Oh, absolutely. Know, patience <laughs> with uh, our spouses or our better half or our partners. What have you? I mean, we have to exercise patience. Absolutely. As a mother, I can say that I think patience was the biggest thing that was asked of me this year mm-hmm. by having the kids um, that are regularly in school doing a lot of the homeschooling yes. because of the virtual schooling. And that was, you know, yeah. that was something that I know all mothers can relate to where we really were given whether we wanted to receive the gift or not, the gift of patience. And maybe um, perhaps you're saying to yourself, well, maybe I didn't really come across, go, you know, I didn't really receive the gift of patience. Maybe it just made me more explosive. Mm -hmm. But I feel that patience is something that's only acquired more when we go through these really tough situations. In all honesty, and I'm the one to admit, uh, I think we all, one way or another, at one moment or another, we became explosive. Yes. I have to say. I mean, here we are talking about this story about my the air, my air, airport uh, uh, episode. But, I mean, uh, okay, I got that. But I, I also felt in one 
time or another. I mean, rather, uh, you know, angry. So yes, because yeah, the pay, the patients. We had to get more patients because I think we were experiencing more fear and anger by the frustration of not being able to control a lot of the things that we were usually Go outside. Yes, do things that we wanted to do. We had so many plans for 2020 early on, and and everything went. Yes, it was brought on by a lot of frustration. I think at the end of the day, that patience came about by realizing at some point in time, okay, well, there's a lot of things we can't control. We need to let it go. Yep. And for those of us who were not able to let it go, we had a harder year than the people that were able to let it go. Because if we were able to let those things go, those things that we couldn't control, then we were able to sort of navigate the year in a better way. Right. So patience was definitely, thank you 2020 for the gift of patience. Gift number two, was the gift of resilience. And I think this is huge as well. Uh, the gift of, and resilience, you know, implies having strength, but a certain strength that is flexible. Because if we can be strong, but if we're not flexible, then we can break. It's tenacity, right? Is your ability to bounce back from depression, from a moment where you're down, really down, you're in a hole, uh, because either you just lost your job, or, or, or you're about to lose your job or, or you lost a relative and all that. I mean, it's that ability that comes from within to really bounce from that moment of depression and move on, move on and with your lives and then be your, yourself uh, with the rest of the, the people that still is around you. Yes, absolutely. And resilience, like I, there's a lot of examples of this. I mean, I have a, I have a friend who's a photographer who is also always used to doing uh, wedding photography. Well, as we all well know, 2020, basically all the weddings were pretty much all canceled. And right. so she had to become, she became resilient in a very creative manner. And then she started doing photography sessions that were different in 2020 than they had been in the previous year. And interestingly enough, mm. the people that were able to ride this, that became resilient, that were able, that were also flexible and creative in 2020 mm. were the people who actually had a very good year in many ways, Yeah, even better years than before. So I, I feel like that's a gift that if we wanted to, we could have also received in 2020 being resilient in one way or another. Yes, the resilience is, uh, comes into play when people had to, like your friend, had to reinvent themselves and, uh, you know, do what you need to do to carry on. Like you, when you change job, you, you, you change the industry, you change entirely ex everything you, you, you know how to do and you do it, you did it well. But guess what? The circumstances come in, hit you in the head, you need to move on, change, get new a skill set, and, 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 and don't, don't apply those learnings and then go to a next, uh, a next job. And, and, and it could be better. A lot of people have been surprised. Yes. They found themselves like, wow, I didn't know, and they're doing better. So It's incredible. And I think that we don't stop to realize how resilient we are until we take that moment and say, wow, look at everything that I went through in this year. And I came out a lot stronger and I'm way more resilient than I ever thought I was. Mm -hmm. And maybe I, 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 you know, I got through some things that I thought I wouldn't be able to get through. And here I am, bounced back from all that stuff. Right. So gift number two for 2020 was the gift of resilience. True. So gift number three. Gift number three was the gift of the time and space to confront our truths. Now, this is not 
a fun one either. Mm. I feel like, you know, sometimes we want to hide and ignore certain issues, whether it's relationship issues or financial issues or health issues. And I think 2020 was a moment where basically the year came and said, you're going to face whatever you don't want to face. And so we were stuck within the confines of four walls. And I think a lot of us had conversations with our partners that perhaps we weren't having before the pandemic hit. And we were forced to confront these issues, issues with our children, issues even with like our, our finances. A lot of us, you know, uh, came to terms with the fact, have I been saving enough? Have I been financially wise in the past? Am I living a life? Am I living paycheck to paycheck? Or am I really saving for my future? Mm -hmm. So the conversations that were had in 2020 could have either gone catastrophic or, and catastrophe can always be turned into something positive. Because I think even when people ended their relationships, a lot of people got divorced in, in 2020. Perhaps that's what needed to happen. It was like a closure in yeah. many ways. Um, it's it, another way to say it, uh, it uh, Val, is that it brought, clarity uh into our lives in in clarity when you see more clear because everything was out there in the open you know you had more proximity with uh your your partner uh, and so on and so forth so, and then financially you started to get constrained and then things that those pressures like being in a in a uh, pressure cooker, right? Yes, and I mean, when you're, yes. You're steaming, and then things started to happen. I mean, wait a second, we have a budget. We need to make sure that we comply with that. And, and that pressure, not everybody reacts the same way. Correct. When you have those kind of pressure, because you're used to a spend, um, you know, going to a Starbucks or something, and then you all of a sudden say, you know what? I mean, I don't need that, um, but I, I need to do other things. Uh, you have kids, you're, you're cooking more at home. I mean, all kinds of things. Absolutely. So, uh, uh, so financially, uh, of course, uh, you know, it's the first cost of divorce. So, you know, I can see if you start to put all those pressures together. Yes. You know. Now, I want to go back to the pressure cooker thing that you said, because it's the interesting thing about a pressure cooker is that, you know, if you put, if you do it right, you could end up with this delicious recipe and you open up the pressure <laughs> cooker at the end and you're like, wow, this, these ingredients actually made something really delicious. Right. You could have a lamb stew or whatever you want. And then the other thing that could happen with a pressure cooker is it explodes. So I think this it was breaks a, you apart. Yes. Yeah. So it was a year where once we confronted our truths and like you said, gained clarity from them and gained a certain vision, we either realized, okay, this is going to work and now we're stronger than ever you know, as a whole, or it literally was an explosion where it was like the last, the, the one drop of water that, how do you say that, 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 that drop of water that goes over the glass that we say, yeah, we say this in Spanish. I don't know yeah. if it has a translation in English. It has one, but you know, Mark always tells me that and, and I can never repeat it. Yes. It's about the camel thing, the camel. The camel. Oh, the, the, yes. The hair that broke the camel's back. That's exactly. Something like that. Yes. Exactly. That's the saying in English. Yeah. And um, interestingly enough, you know, I think this was a, like 2020 was a ticking time bomb. It was like the moment where the bomb was going to explode if it was going to explode in many ways. And in some ways, like, like I said, it made us a lot stronger within our relationships if we came out on the other side. It made us save money too. It made us save money as well. Yeah. 
I mean, not everybody, but I think if we, like I said, all these gifts, gifts are unexpected. And if we allowed that gift into our lives in 2020, the gift of confronting our truths, it was a blessing in disguise. So that's number three. Number four, number four is a gift of, and I think this gift, we can use this gift every single day. Uh, it's the gift of gratitude. Because when things are so dark, when, when we see things that are negative happening around us and we see people losing loved ones or people's health deteriorating, or we see, uh, or we realize we can't be close to our loved ones and we see people's financial situation going in a very, you know, bad, you know, when, they're, when they're financially suffering a lot and they might lose their home. When we see those things on the outside, it brings us back to realize what we do have. So it's, again, it's this, it's almost like a gift that we're not even looking for, but sometimes that comes through hardship, the yeah, gift of gratitude. Yeah, in a way, Valentina, is sort of a, in the midst of all this crisis, uh, uh, you become enlightened, uh, hopefully, uh, and you start counting the blessings because when we are under a depression, I think one therapy that we apply or should apply with ourselves with our on our own is to count our blessings see what you have and don't focus on what you don't have i mean looking at what you have your your family you know you have a lot of reasons to be happy whether you have your health your family is healthy i mean that's more important than anything, quite yes. frankly. Or food. I think we, we sometimes overlook those food. really simple you have a blessings. Roof. You have a, the roof over our head. Yeah, yeah. And I think when we go through, well, we see not only when we go through dire situations, and for example, the loss of a loved one, mm. sometimes that was when we really realize how precious life is. And we forget sometimes what a gift life is until somebody close to us dies. And then we realize, wow, we really don't know until when we're going to be in, on this earth. So let's try to really appreciate the people around us and not get into petty fights and not go to bed angry at our, our partner. It's sometimes those things that knock us upside the head, those really hard things, and make us realize, wait a minute, we are way more blessed than we give sure. credit for. We are. We all are. So yes, that's gift number four, the gift of gratitude. So thank you, 2020, for the gift of gratitude that sometimes comes by seeing hardships along, you know, on the sidelines or in our own lives. And then the final gift of 2020, um, my dad and I, you know, came to the consensus that it's the gift of generosity. Mm -hmm. And that's something we that we said was sort of a how do you say a by a by a byproduct, a byproduct of gratitude of gratitude yes it is in many ways it is in many ways but um what i would say or add is that you know with all this thing happening affecting some people and more than others and so on and so forth and forth uh, has brought the ugly and and the best of all of us both interestingly enough um, but I think has brought more generosity, honestly, and gratitude than anything else. Uh, you see gener generosity uh, pouring, uh, people pouring a lot of love towards others. That's generosity there. I mean, I mean, people just helping others. 
Um, you yourself went through, you know, uh, uh, helping uh, early in the year in the, in the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, yes. I did some volunteer work that I hadn't done in a while because my son was required to do some volunteer hours. And I, me and, my, uh, and Luciano ended up doing more hours than we were required to doing, you know, to do because we actually ended up enjoying the giving back so much. And since it was a time during the pandemic where a lot of people were actually really needing food and it was the organization that we were helping was Feed South Florida, it, it brought on wanting us to give more, even more. So for, for me this year, like, and I know that for you as well, in many ways, it was like we realized, wow, we had to step into our generosity this year because we realized all the things that were happening around us. And so how can we make things a little bit better mm -hmm. for others? And then um, something that I haven't really discussed on Instagram, but I had you know, spoken about it in the Spanish, in the previous Spanish podcasts, in the two previous Spanish podcasts was the fact that I became a foster mom at the end of the year. My husband and I, we became foster parents out of the blue, completely unexpected. And it's interesting because we stepped into that role of generosity But in giving, we received so much. And it, it was like, you think when you step into the space of gratitude, then you can be generous. But then once you step into the generosity, it brings the gratitude back. So it can be that cycle, that cycle of feeling grateful, mm -hmm. being giving, feeling yeah. grateful, feeling like being giving. And it becomes this beautiful circle. Yeah. I, I take my hat off, uh, really. I mean, you've done something that not many people have done or do, uh, bringing somebody else from the outside into your family as gratitude. The other thing that I think you have, and I've seen it because I witnessed this uh, during this experience in the last uh, month and a half, is that uh, giving it, 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 it fulfills you more than receiving. Uh, and it's, it's just that outpouring of love to another person. Eventually, you're going to get that multiplied. I am totally convinced of yes. this. And if your life go out there and give, 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 don't worry. Things are going to come back to you. It's so true. It's so true. And it's so unexpected in the ways that it comes back to us sometimes when we, when we step into that giving, uh, into that giving position. So if you have allowed for generosity, To fill you in 2020, I feel like that's like the biggest, most amazing yeah. gift that we could all receive. So as you can see, things were not all that dire and bad in 2020. Let's say thank you for patience. Thank you for resilience. The unexpected. Yes. Thank you for being able to confront our truths. Thank you for um, gratitude deep gratitude that comes from sometimes accepting and being grateful for the small things we have. And then thank you for allowing us to step into our generosity. Totally. And I think we could take all of this stuff into 2021 now. Yeah. I mean, you don't, I mean, that's yes, of course, 2020, but it seems like we're going to have our share of the same in 2021. So oh gosh, I hope not, Bobby. I, I encourage everyone <laughs> to keep receiving this, uh, yes, the these gifts. gifts. I'll, I'll take the gifts with me. I'll definitely take patience with me because um, I'm usually the type of person who says, give me patience now, <laughs> which is obviously the opposite of patience. So, but um, yeah, definitely take these gifts with me. And I think the great thing about, you know, receiving the gifts from the past is that once we accept those things, then we can move on towards the future. But I think first we have to even be thankful for our, 
for our hardships and for um, the challenges that we've had. And I think when we do that, looking back on the year and we say, thank you for those challenges, then 2021 becomes even more exciting because we realize that even in hardship, we receive blessings. So thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want to comment on this, go to mamasconganas.com forward slash 63. Happy New Year, Bubby. Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) Happy New Year, Year, mamacitas. Bye-bye. It's Valentina. Espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it, or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote. Don't be a mama con drama. Mm-mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos. Besitos.